What's going on, everybody? My name is Rob, and I'm the host of The Curated Culture, a weekly podcast dedicated to dissecting the latest and greatest news from around the world of tech and pop culture. Now, we all know the internet can be a busy, noisy place, so let us calm that noise for you. Join us as we discuss the latest and greatest topics from the people and sources that matter most. Check us out every Thursday as we jump into fresh, original content, new interviews, and a host of other subjects that we know you'll find interesting. So jump in whatever your favorite podcast app is and search The Curated Culture. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, we'll catch y'all on the air. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back to Realistic Sustainability Product Reviews. Yeah, kinda. It's a book. I figured I might as well go over some of the books that really influenced my life and give you at least a brief rundown and let you see the insight of how I became me. I say that because this one, this book was forced on me. Yep, forced on me in college, required reading. It was a required reading for a life cycle analysis class. I had just moved from my mechanical engineering degree over to energy and sustainable systems at U of M. And in the life cycle analysis class, Dr. Lee said, I have to read this book. Not like, hey, you really should. He said I had to read this book. So I did. Very rarely at that time was I reading things from cover to cover. I treated every book like it was for reference. This one, this one was a little different. Not only did it physically feel different because it's not just made with paper, but it didn't take long of me reading to start getting into it. Cradle to Cradle is the book I'm talking about. And I would love to constantly tell everybody the author's names, but I screw them up all the time. So if you Google Cradle to Cradle, you're going to get this book. It is extremely popular. I think Bill McDonough is one of them, and I never get the other author's right or name right. I'm sorry. Hopefully, hopefully I never offend them in that way. But this book has really kind of shaped the way I see things. It has, this is the book that made my little engineering brain fall in love with sustainability. It helped me understand why sustainability is the most, most worthwhile riddle we will ever solve. You've heard me say that time and time again, because as an engineer, I like fixing things. I like riddles. And this, sustainability, is the riddle that keeps humanity rolling. It is the biggest riddle that we will ever solve. And it was this book that helped me see that. And it helped me see the little pieces that it requires to understand to solve that riddle. The biggest thing I learned about in this book was closed-loop material life cycles. I know, it sounds really impressive to say it like that, but it really just means choosing materials that at the end of a life cycle, at the end of a use, and you're moving towards the disposal of the product, that it can be used for something else. Not necessarily downcycling every time, 
sometimes it becomes a nutrient to another product. And that's what they talk about, not allowing these nutrients to be wasted. Use the right materials so that you can always recycle or upcycle. This is the book that got me thinking. Every time I looked at something in a store, I was mentally tearing it apart for its materials. That's the piece that moved me into embodied energy, which if you've been listening to the show, you know I talk about on a pretty regular basis. That is why I got interested in it was because I was constantly looking at materials, trying to understand the full life cycle of something and looking at their embodied energy all the materials that came into it, all of the shipping, all the all the electricity and buildings and everything that fell into what does it take to make this product? I will tell you, it creates this rabbit hole that you just dive down and spend a remarkable amount of time in. Because I'll tell you, that's what happened to me. Look at nature. Nature is amazing. Now granted, it's got a, it's got millions of years on us, but It is extremely efficient. Nature doesn't waste a thing. Even things that you think are horrible. You know, if a volcano erupts and and he's sulfuric gas, gases and ashes are coming out and it's the extreme heat and, you know, it's melted rock. There's life that lives around stuff like that, that absorb nutrients from those kinds of environments. Life on this planet functions almost anywhere. Death, death doesn't leave a thing behind that can't be reused by something else. This planet is shockingly efficient. It embarrasses us as humans. We are grossly inefficient. We waste, we waste, we waste. And that, that is the riddle. Our planet is a zero waste environment. It never lets byproducts just sit there and waste. It uses them in one way or another. So why can't we? Cradle to Cradle is not just a book now. It was such a groundbreaking read that it's now a certification that products can earn where they have to submit all their material and do their materials fit the criteria of a Cradle to Cradle product, which by the way, to me is just amazing. But you'll get a kick out of this, especially if you listen to this show a lot. One of the comments that is made in there, one of the one of the Uh, statements that is designed to get you thinking and bring you into this concept is this, and I quote, cradle to cradle, to minimize the negative influences, but also leave a positive ecological footprint. Does that sound familiar at all? That hit me pretty hard. And I was trying to figure out the best way to make that, mm, make that useful to everyone. Well, that's where we came up with our positive footprint. We don't do it just through materials. We do it through actions too. Anything can lead to a positive result. And that's where we get that from. I read the book. I understood those concepts. I read that sentence. And now I've translated it into a different way. That when we do something good and someone else sees it and chooses to do the same, We're not exactly leaving a positive ecological footprint. We are just creating a positive footprint. And that is where that whole thing came from. So if you read this book, you kind of get a little bit of an insight on how I think. Now, you may think it's very engineering, 
but this book is written for anybody. It is one of those reads that allows you to understand more complex items in a more simplified fashion. This, as you read, you're going to make connections if you listen to this show, because I was greatly influenced by these authors. And you can see a lot of that in the work I do. So this is one of my favorite books. I'm not going to say you have to read it like Dr. Lee did, but what I will tell you is you should, that I do recommend it. So hopefully you get an opportunity to, to give it a read. And if you do, let me know how you like it. It's just one of those things that, I don't know, I, I think is important when it comes to sustainability. I really wish the authors did a lot more public speaking. I'm sure they did a lot, but I don't think they get the recognition they deserve to and be more widespread in how they speak and who hears them. Also, remember, if you go onto the website, greenyourlife.org forward slash podcast, there's a spot there for all of these reviews. If you decide that you're going to purchase this book, rent this book, or or get an audiobook or Kindle, whatever, you can choose to utilize the link that we give you there in no way, shape, or form that any company asked me to review this book. It's just one of those ones that I have read, so I thought I would tell you about it. But if you use the link to purchase your book, you'll help the show out a little, a little bit. We get about 4% of anything purchased through those links. So if you do, thank you very much. You are absolutely not obligated to do so. But I will ask you, if you've enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend or on social media. If you really want to help realistic sustainability and keep us going year after year, well, leave us reviews, preferably five-star, because I like reading them. Apple iTunes, best place to do it. Do it anywhere on your favorite podcast platform. You can even just leave a comment. Say hi. I'll try to catch them and say hi back. Because any kind of movement like that really helps the show. It fools the algorithms and starts putting us in front of more and more people. So I appreciate that. And I'm sure Nick does too. And remember, we only get together each week to get a little bit better. Little bit, little bit, big bit. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. 